the time that's deleted scenes. So we don't, we don't go over. We, we don't, don't go over. We don't. We the don't over. Of a deleted scene. Yeah, we don't over chat. Yeah, I've, no, I've noticed like sometimes the deleted scenes are longer than the episode. Yeah, no, because I, we've chatted about because we get into a conversation and yeah. then we just like and because the the podcast has a format which tells us when we're done. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> whereas yeah. Deleted, deleted scenes. scenes it, yeah, it could it could end up just be us not even talking about the genre we're supposed to be talking about. Not even being funny in some mm. cases. Just just a solid chat about nothing in particular. And to be fair, when it's not funny, <laughs> now I've just sort of gone nah. Um, I want to talk about hard sci-fi. Why? <laughs> well, I, w- I wanted to talk about exact exactly the reason why. Um, it's like hard sci-fi is like your least favorite genre, right? One of them, right? Um, I would say biopics are probably my least favorite genre. Oh yeah. Um, after that, it might be like spy thrillers. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. And then you know the really head scratchy ones that aren't like yeah. it's not like they're 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 intellectual. Mm. They just require you to have a concept and a knowledge of the differences between one group of suits and another <laughs> group of suits. A Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Yeah. When nothing happens. Nothing happens in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Um and, and like even down to like the the Bourne movies. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh no. Um, it turns out, Jason, that another group of, of people who look the same as 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 the others are yeah. after you. You should uh, uncover their secrets, and when he does uncover the secret, it's just a series of pieces of paper with a photograph on. Yeah, <laughs> it's just Basically. like nothing there. It's funny because I watched I watched the Born Identity. Yeah, not too long ago. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say probably like in the last year or so yeah and that's a film that's like I think it's pretty good Mm. Um, but for some reason I kind of got it back in the day and now I watch it I'm just sort of like what is happening in this movie I think I think like a big part of the place that Bourne falls down for me is that and this is just a personal thing but like it works if you imagine that Jason Bourne is a, a normal human being. Yes. Right? Uh, if you imagine that the stakes of, like, you know, you, mm. you have, let's say, you open, you're going through your stuff. Your your parents have moved, are moving house. They're like, can you go through this big box of stuff? Yeah. Um, you find a box that's like locked, but the lock has rusted off a bit. Yeah. You open it. You find a different birth certificate to your to to your 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 own one, but it's it's clearly you. Yeah. Right. It's clear things of like so no someone's not been telling me about my about my life. Mm. Right. Like big stakes for a normal human being. Right. Yeah. yeah. Matt Damon. Yeah. Who can stab someone with a pen and yeah. jump out of a window. Yeah. Don't care if he's got a, a passport from another place. Just yeah. not... Like, those reveals yeah. just aren't interesting because yeah. essentially they're Tom... He's Tom Cruise. He's 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 the... A yeah. superhero. The book... The book does it better. 
Um, I don't know why we're talking about the spy genre. I started with I started with hard sci-fi. Yeah. Now we're talking about the Bourne. <laughs> um, but the the book does it much better. Um, where it's sort of like he's horrified at things he can do just mm. by muscle memory. Mm-hmm. And I think the film does try and get that across, but not as well as the book. Um, mm. Like, and again, it's all sort of like, why do I know this? Yeah. Like, what? Why? Like, why when I walk into a room do I? look at the exits do i do i instinctively know where all the exits are that kind of thing yeah um and it's just sort of him trying to figure out who he is and where he came from while at the same time which is like quite a sort of relatable thing sort of if you if you lost your memory uh but you sort of like sort of instinctively remembered a few things like that would be quite quite a relatable thing to happen Mm. um like you can kind of relate to him all the while he doesn't realize he's being chased by the government who are out to sort of uh like wipe clean their mistake that they've mm-hmm. made mm-hmm. um which means kill him basically um and he's got to sort of come up with yeah, yeah he's got to figure out who he is while also sort of avoiding avoiding these things by using these things that are all muscle memory basically but you can see how those are two sets of stakes right yeah, like yeah. if you can imagine Jason Bourne as um, yourself, yeah, which I can't. No, um, then because I've also, I've never lost a memory. No, and also can't do any of that th- those things. Yeah, um, then I can imagine that those stakes feel pretty high. Mm. Um, however, I, I, I guess I can imagine myself being chased by the cops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's kind of like a journey of self discovery. Jason Bourne. Whereas, whereas, like the Bourne identity, it's, it's the journey of it's like eat, pray, love. <laughs> whereas it's Matt fucking Damon. Like, yeah, yeah. If it so, what you're saying is, if it was just a regular guy, let's say Jeremy Renner. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like Jeremy Renner, the most regular guy, regular human man. Yeah. Yeah. Before Jeremy Renner got famous, obviously. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like the funny thing is, Jeremy Renner is. <laughs> It has sort of been the guy to take over from these roles. So Jeremy Renner was sort of poised to take over from Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, yeah. but then Tom Cruise was like, "No, I want to do this forever. Yeah, um, <laughs> this to be my job forever." Yeah, and then they did the same thing with Bourne and Jeremy Renner. Yeah, because Jeremy Renner's in like the Bourne Legacy or whatever. Oh, right, so they were they were gonna do a, another few films with him, and then that tanked. Um, but. We've said this about War of the Worlds as well. If it was an unknown at the time, Jeremy Renner, <laughs> yeah, it would be a better film. Yeah, and I'm. Are you saying the same with Jason Bourne? Uh, yeah, yeah. If yeah. it was just an unknown actor, yeah, an unknown Jeremy Renner, if you will, if you will, <laughs> Jeremy Renner. In if we simplify that equation, Jeremy Renner equals actor. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy Renner <laughs> equals equals. If it was an unknown Jeremy Renner, or in other words, unknown. Jeremy Renner. Yeah. So we just cross off the parts of that, the, the unknown bits. Yeah, yeah. So we simplify them. Yeah. And uh, it just means that Jeremy Renner equals actor. Jeremy Renner equals average white man. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That no one really knows. Um. Yeah. Uh. But then that's so that's that's my problem with spy spy movies is that like there's just stakes that I can't I can't hype the stakes up yeah, yeah it's just you're gonna open a box and it's just gonna be some folders and the folders will tell you about somewhere in the world yeah and it'll be like oh there's a 
base in Hawaii. And I'm yeah. like, there probably is. <laughs> but yeah, to me. For hard sci-fi, yeah. this is another genre that you like it's it's on the it's on the list of genres you really can't really stand. Yeah. I mean, I quite like it sometimes. No, um, you, you like it all the time. It's your thing. Is it? Hard sci-fi. Yeah, you love dusty space tubes. Dusty space tubes? Yeah. I I guess. Like, I think so you used Moon as your as the get. Moon's pretty hard, pretty hard sci-fi, sci-fi, yeah. Yeah, Moon Moon is pretty hard sci-fi because there's like he's not walking around on the moon without a moon suit on. Yeah, uh, it like everything can be explained through. Yeah, like, there's like you know there's um, I guess spoilers, but there's cloning in that movie. Yeah, um, and the, that's the thing is like but it's cloning an imperfect process. Yeah, and, like you know. so so cloning is the jumping off point for moon mm-hmm. right that's that's the that's the bit that's the least realistic i guess yeah in moon mm-hmm. and that's that can even be explained through science mm-hmm. in a way and also the fact that there's like a energy source on the moon on the moon yeah yeah like the i mean I, th- I think that's kind of explained as well they're getting sort of like uh what is it like it, it's kind of just solar panels on the moon mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. or like or like the the moon's Dust is solar panels or something. Yeah, yeah. But point point being, like, it wouldn't be sci-fi if it wasn't a bit different. But like, yeah. yeah, cloning probably the 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 it, cloning is the highest thing you can say that the, the conceit of this mm. one sci-fi thing. Yeah, yeah, and I think probably one of the best hard sci-fi's I've seen for a while. <laughs> I mean, a while. I think it came out in like 2013 or something. Yeah, uh, The Martian. Mm. The Martian is a film that feels like it's not even science fiction. Yeah, and then you realise Matt Damon's Matt Damon again walking <laughs> walking on the moon yeah. uh, on the on the Mars on, on the Mars on the Mars. Yeah. He's walking on the Mars. Yeah, and he's got a base on the Mars. Yeah, and he's living on the Mars. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no wait, that's that's not possible at the moment. Yeah, like, oh, we haven't done it yet. Yeah, yeah we, we've not done it yet. So it is science fiction. Yeah. Um but the uh, the way he goes about it and the maths and the sort of uh, like uh, what's his name um, what's the thing he does I don't know botany botany, botany. he does okay um, on Mars like again there is a leap of imagination there mm-hmm. uh, but like it can it is kind of explained not, it's not a, it's not a, a a giant leap. No. For imagination, is it? No. <laughs> it's, really? it's one small step. Small, it's one small step, step for, for imagination. imagination. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, my problem with it. Yeah. Is that like, oh god, show a bit of show a bit of creativity. Yeah. Don't just imagine the things you've already seen and transfer them to a redder thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen a guy walking on the moon. I can imagine them putting a base on the moon. Yeah, I'll just imagine it, but slightly more red. Yeah, it's on it's on Mars this time, and I think <laughs> like some of the calculations and stuff they do, it's all very, very science fictiony. Hmm. So, uh, science factually, yeah. even. Um, yeah, and like that feels like. It, they've they've directed it as though I think it's Ridley Scott that directed it. He's directed it in a way that makes it feel real and like this could happen mm. kind of thing. Yeah, um, which I think is the crux of science, hard sci-fi. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and like and that's it. it, it yeah, it's is hard sci-fi often, not always. Um, is 
a sort of, I love science, I love what science could do, mm. but not like far flung. I know, I, I love what science can do. Yeah. I love all the little bits and bobs about the, the, the screws and nails of how science is currently working. Mm. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put a little bit of a spin on it and I'm going <laughs> to tell a story that hasn't actually happened yeah. using all the same normal things that I like. <laughs> I think hard sci-fi is is also those films that you're like, oh, that's a science fiction film. Like, I didn't even realise it. Mm. Um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, that's definitely a sci-fi film. Yeah, it's... But it doesn't I wouldn't feel... call it hard sci-fi. I don't know. I Like, the the fact, I, I, think, I think instead of it being like, um, this is just magic mm. kind of thing, but it's in, in space... I wouldn't call that what soft sci-fi is, though. Well, yeah. But, like, um, it's hard sci-fi is, like, this... Like, you could get brain surgery that wipes you... It's it's not that far out of it's the It's quite reach. far. Like, yeah. wiping a concept from someone's mind. Yeah. I don't know, wiping a person. Yeah. Uh, specific memories of those individual things, that, yeah. that individual person... Uh, like it's pretty soft. It's pretty washy. But I mean, it's it's all it's all explained through science, and you see the the contraption they use. Well, so and... is but so is the uh, slip space in like like subspace in 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 Star Trek. Yeah, it's all explained through science. It just uses science words that, yeah. that they deliberately make sound super sci-fi. I guess. Whereas like. The, all the interactions between those things mm. um, are all like explained with with science words. Yeah. Um, all the conjunctions and all the all the interactions and all the kind of like ways that those particles hit each other and all yeah. that sort of thing. That's all explained through science words. Same as it's still essentially the spot of mind where they're like, we have a a, a methodology yeah. which which beams things into your brain. Like um, I think. I think hard sci-fi, right? I'm trying to distinguish this genre, mm. right? I think it's it's got to have sci-fi. Hard sci-fi has got to have someone on set, a scientific <laughs> scientific person on set, yeah, just to sort of give notes and say like, oh, like uh, Interstellar, mm. where the this person's theory on what a black hole would look like before we'd actually seen a black hole mm. was used in the film, and then later on they took a photo of a black hole it's like that's exactly what it's like on interstellar <laughs> that's just a photo wait hang on you've just taken a photo from interstellar but it's all blurred <laughs> um like that kind of thing and again yeah. like quite a lot of the drama uh, this is leading me to my next thought on on mm. interstellar and hard sci-fi quite a lot of the drama comes from a scientific principle like have you seen interstellar no so I, it typically, yeah. If you say, "Have you seen a movie?" Yeah. and then the and the 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 name of the movie yeah. is a space word. Yeah. No. Lightyear. Right. Have I seen that? We've seen Lightyear. Okay. Yeah. You know where he goes? He goes fast <laughs> through time, uh, or he goes fast in space. Yeah. Uh, it's time dilation. He goes fast in space, and then when he gets back, years have gone by. Yeah. 
That's just Planet of the Apes. We've seen, have we seen Planet of the Apes? We've seen Planet of the Apes. Same thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> time dilation happens in Planet of the Apes as well, to yeah. some degree. Although that's not <laughs> that's not mentioned. But Interstellar is the same. It's basically Lightyear it is, is Interstellar. Process, it's Interstellar for kids. Okay. Lightyear. Um, in Interstellar. Yeah. All the drama comes so from both this time of them dilation. Are Planet of the Apes for kids. Y- yes. <laughs> Planet of the Apes. Definitely not hard sci-fi. Yeah, it is. I guess it is, actually, yeah. <laughs> if you, you if are you right. time dilation yeah. from being slingshotted around the around the Earth. Yeah. Um, uh, from going so fast that, that time that you, you go forward in time. I get... Planet of the Apes is so fucking weird. <laughs> like, the opening of it, right? Because I watched it recently. Mm. The original Charlton yeah, Heston yeah. Planet of the Apes. They're going away from the Earth, mm-hmm. and then suddenly they're back on the Earth. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. yeah. Like, Spoiler alert for Planet of the Apes. I guess he goes unconscious and then slingshots around the moon. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> We've talked about Planet of the Apes before, though. Yeah. Like, spoiler alert for Planet of the Apes. There's a spoiler on they the poster now. They blew it all up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the ruined, the ruined Statue of Liberty is now on the poster for Planet of the Apes. There's no, there's yep. no getting away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, funnily enough, Rod Serling from Twilight Zone wrote all helped to write Planet of the Apes and there was an episode of the Twilight Zone that is just that without the apes <laughs> so was just like yeah Rod um, yeah. can you can you just add apes to yeah, it yeah. <laughs> can you add apes <laughs> we just got a lot of ape um, prosthetics what do you mean add apes <laughs> we've got a lot of ape prosthetics that are going to waste <laughs> We've made all these eight prosthetics, right? We need a film. And we've seen this episode of The Twilight Zone where astronauts crash into a desert planet we were, to, we were, to so kill each other and then find out that it was Earth all along. We were making a, mu- a, a musical called Monkey Jungle Business. And it's about, Mon- it's about the first... Business. It's about the first... Uh, it's the, about the first ape, like the Neanderthal ape bank. Yeah. Uh, and, and stock market crash. Uh, we were going to have all these apes in in business suits and stuff, yeah. and then at the end, after the crash, um, we have we've also got this big prop um, uh, Statue of Liberty yeah. uh, that we were going to we were going to put up there. Um, anyway, that that's not really working for us. So uh, could you come? Could you just do a treatment of this script where you know, like there's apes in it and a ruined Statue of Liberty? Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, we have this giant ruined yeah, Statue yeah, yeah, of Liberty was, going to waste. It was for after the stock market crash in Monkey Jungle Business. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is I have to write a completely new movie <laughs> from using using ape prosthetics and a giant Statue of Liberty that's ruined. Yes. Where is this Statue of Liberty exactly? It's uh, it's, uh, it's in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> it's just on the beach. We made it on the beach. We, you built it on the beach. We made it on the beach. Okay then. It's only accessible by horse riding. It, <laughs> <laughs> it was a nightmare getting the materials okay, in. Okay, <laughs> so uh, no cars then. <laughs> no, no cars. Okay, no. right. 
<laughs> Monkey Jungle Business. Yeah. I want to see that. That it's like the uh, the Roger Corman Fantastic Four. They made this movie to like keep the rights to something. <laughs> yeah, to Monkey Jungle. Business. It was never released. The Monkey Jungle Business um, book uh, friend <laughs> movie rights. Yeah, and then you'll you'll never you'll never see Monkey Jungle Business, which has suspiciously the same the same <laughs> outfits worn in Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's about the first the first Monkey Neanderthal bank. bank. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, hard sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So from Jeff Beard, we've got problematic trolleys. Problematic trolleys. Oh, now we've all been to the supermarket, pushed a trolley around, and one wheel wheeled. just oh, yeah. just just like just why are they like that? Why are they like that? Well, I would say that they're like that because of some hard sci-fi concepts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you ever tried to play uh, trolley curling? No. No, so just take a bunch of trolley... This is why they've got the pound things in, so, so, so kids... You, so you can't play trolley you, curling, So kids can't yeah. do this. But uh, little do they know that you could when you when you put the key back in, you, you get, get the pound back. back. So it's just a deposit. Yeah, it's just a deposit to, for, for trolley curling. It it just makes trolley curling a little bit more like you have to have cash on you yeah. to do it. Yeah, which is it doesn't cost anything now. still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, trolley curling, you just go to like an empty part of the car park and just push trolleys <laughs> towards each other. <laughs> Okay, so that's going to be our concept for this. Yeah, it makes me feel as though I used to play trolley curling, mm-hmm. but I never did. You never did. I never did, and but but I don't think anyone ever did. I assumed you had uh, like under the big Tesco. Yeah, sort of in uh, in Next mill, to houses. mill houses. Yeah, just yeah. while while skateboarding, we got bored and There's started that playing. underground bit. The oh, that's Sainsbury's has got oh, the Sainsbury's underground bit. The, the thing is, that, right? Yeah. I reckon at one point someone did. Mm-hmm. Play trolley curling mm-hmm. at Millhouses Underground Sainsbury's. Yeah. I was never a part of this, mm. and to some degree, I don't think anyone's ever played trolley curling. Yeah, but when I mention trolley curling, everyone instantly knows what it is. <laughs> yeah, that where they where it's played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who plays it? <laughs> quite evocative yeah okay so i have an idea for this yeah and it's it's pretty simple i think is Mm. that um uh someone is playing trolley curling Mm. and one of the wheels is going funny yeah and they open the wheel up it's an enterprising teen yeah they open the wheel up only to find that like there is something about these well used small wheels that just constantly it's it's a design flaw Mm. right and it's about the ball bearing in the center, how it spins, uh, like how it it like moves around. It has to go on all these axes to try and um, to try and like uh, to change direction in such a certain way. Yeah. Um, th- and they fix it, mm. right? They design a, a fluid for the ball to float in mm. that like uh, that, that just makes it possible that it, it never wears down. Yeah. That sort of thing, and. It's so good that everyone starts using it. Yeah. It blows up, right? NASA are putting it on rovers. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. it's so so good. This design they te- they steal uh, from this team. I, I I love I love how like usually it's NASA's technology that we end up using in the everyday. Yeah. But this time it's this team that's invented yeah. this shopping trolley <laughs> wheel. They're just going fucking hell. That's a good idea. And this and this team's like kind of 
they've they've pretty much copied the wheel. Yeah. Because they only used it. They only used it for um for, for they were only using it for trolley curling. Yeah. Um, they've copied everything else, and then like someone from either NASA or a tech company steals the design, mm. not knowing what like what it's for or what it what it does. Yeah. But sees it uploaded. Uh, to, to a to a trolley curling forum. So is this a courtroom drama? No, no. Ah, oh. no. I, I was kind of hoping. What do you mean? Ah, that... oh, you constantly uh, saying I'm, you I'm don't constantly want bitching about courtroom yeah, dramas. But like, I also quite like the idea of this film being a courtroom drama <laughs> and not a hard sci-fi at all. The, the only sci-fi bit about it is like some kids made a special <laughs> wheel. So no, like this tech this tech bro parks his car up in the the um. Uh, the NASA car park. No, no, in 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 a, in a supermarket car oh, yeah, park. Yeah. Yeah. Right, this Tesla like thing <laughs> pulls up. At, they 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 go into a meeting, whatever. They find this piece of paper. Yeah. And they're off to a meeting where it's just like we're presenting things as their uh, uh, brand w- brand new things to to the government to get funding for. Yeah. And they don't really have much good. And so this this tech bro is very much like, oh well, I, I guess I'll, I'll I've got this. Um, yeah. And they they present this wheel. Right. So they start putting it on rovers. They start putting it on like everything. These mm. little wheels that have these this perfect spin never go in and never get 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 wonky. Yeah, yeah. However, it's only on the trial of the new, uh, like they've put it on, uh, like like trams yeah. and trains and things. They put it on the new Mars rover. Yeah. You know what they do with supermarket trolley wheels, right? No. They put little things in the ground so that if the trolley goes over it, the wheels just stop. Oh, yeah. Once you take them off the site of yeah, the yes. supermarket. Stop, stop people running away with the shopping trolleys. Yeah, yeah. That was in the design. Okay. Because they copied the design wholesale. They didn't yes, need to take yeah, it yeah. out of the supermarket car park. Of course, they, they just they just fixed the bug. <laughs> yeah, They exactly. didn't fix the, the features. Exactly. Exactly, yeah, so, yeah. So then this tech bro, obviously not knowing that that's in there has put it on absolutely everything. So it's like the day the Earth stood still. Yeah, yeah. It literally because, stands still. Yeah, because all transport comes to a stop. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not in a supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> they have to build a supermarket on the moon <laughs> to make any of their vehicles go. They build a big Sainsbury's on the, on the moon. Yeah. That no one's going to. Yeah. Who's going there? <laughs> they have to be a big Sainsbury's car park on the moon. Yeah. And they, they're like, well, we can't really do anything, any of the research we wanted. What should we do? Well, we can have the we can have the 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 moon rover play trolley curling. <laughs> Cut to credits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sir. What are we supposed to do with this Mars rover now that we can't uh, we can't do any of the scientific experiments. Everything's within this car park. Uh. Sir, have you heard of trolley curling? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Life's of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.